Hello and welcome. Or welcome back to our podcast. Oh gosh, we did it right. <laughs> the first time in 10 weeks. <laughs> and our 10th episode, here we yes, are. Here we are. Cool. Today. Welcome to Mom, You Were Wrong. Mm-hmm. Today we're, we're going to be talking. We talk about things that make us angry. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about things that make us angry. You know, we've been really positive for the first 10 weeks, but now it's time to just dive into it. Do rants. Okay, we haven't been, we've been mostly positive, but we've definitely had a few rants in there. Well, I've had no, yeah, some rants. We have, for But sure. this time, we're doing only what makes us upset. Big upset. Big angry. Yeah. I don't want to say there's a lot of things that make us angry, because that makes me sound like a shitty human being, but... There's a lot of things we're passionate about. Yes. We care about a lot of certain... No. <laughs> a lot of certain... We care about a lot of topics. And there are certain things within those topics that are very concerning mm. to us. So we're going to talk about it. Yeah. And if you have things that make you angry. Also, Dallas, it's the first week of Ramadan. Happy Ramadan to everyone celebrating. But also, dude, being hungry. <laughs> All the time. Thirsty. I've been so angry and I'm trying not to be. The whole point is to like be calm and, and like peaceful. Peaceful, but no. no. But I think like, well, obviously I'm commenting like from an outsider's perspective yeah. because I haven't, I think like the the longest I fasted is like for surgeries. So like, mm. but um, I think the first couple of days, like you're, you're going to be angry because yeah. your body doesn't know what's happening. It's rough, but we're here. We're, we're, we're here. pushing through. Okay, well, okay. I'm very angry. Yes. <laughs> because if you know me, you know there's one thing I hate more than anything. Wait, first of all, before we carry on, there's kids outside running. <laughs> Things are beeping inside. We try to sort out our levels, but if you do hear that, please forgive. Oh, that's also something I want to mention. If last week you were just listening and you didn't watch us, you would have not, you would have missed a lot of context clues to the fact that we were laughing in a lot of the silences because the we obviously got a new mic and like new system and so there was like a leveler there were filters that worked and then didn't work and then we were laughing it would like cut us off yeah because we we like adjusted the levels to when we were talking but not when we're so loud and laughing Mm. so it would cut us off yeah so sometimes you you just wouldn't hear us laughing it would just sound like it was silence but we were actually dying or it would look (laughs) like we're fake laughing because you couldn't hear anything Mm. but we were Rest assured, we were laughing. Yes, we just had to, some technical um, difficulties. Questionable things happening. <laughs> <laughs> Questionable things going on. But cool, we're trying to fix it. Let's yeah. Go. <laughs> okay, so this is something I'm passionate about. I don't like homophobic people. Mm. Like, I don't. As I just No one should. I don't. I can't see your point at all in any way. Yeah. I don't get it. It doesn't affect you. Stop it. Um, and obviously, there's, I think, generally... We frown upon people who are blatantly homophobic or sexist, but... Or racist. Or racist. We'll get there. Or classist. (laughs) But it's more like when it's really blatant. It gets more difficult and nuanced when it's in the little things that people do. Yeah. But that's when I think it matters the most. The microaggressions, dude. It's real. And I just want to talk about, like, that in workplaces specifically. Because... I think, especially in South Africa, you know, we have HR in some places, but not in every place. Yeah. And 
I mean, everyone's spoken about the fact that HR is there to really protect the company and not the workers, which is also true. But at least when there's HR, or in my experience of HR, there's at least like an accountability on the company's part. Whereas when there's no HR, there, there, it kind of, it's kind of like that disappears. Yeah. And I've not only seen this in like my experience, but also in like Mario's experience of the workplace. Mm. So, and in other people's, but like specifically. And what I want to say about like these microaggressions and things are people do stuff that you're like, oh, that's just their opinion or that's just the way they want to run the business or it's just a specific look they want to have or whatever. No, it isn't. It doesn't work like that. It isn't. If you think about it for a second, no, it isn't. So here, okay, first of all, I, I don't want to get too specific into anyone's character or anything like that yeah but recently we were told it's not sexist if the female upline tells you to dress better or look better because there's a certain look to this space okay and better for them means what no but my question is you want to say we must look better whatever and it's not sexist because it's, it's coming from a female. Why were the male workers in that space never told to look better? Mm. When they don't look good. At all. Right. So you want to tell me it's not sexist just because it's coming from a female. That is, that is crap. Also, I want to talk about like, so, how do I say this without saying it? If you're going to say... Your company must have a certain look, so therefore you don't accept whatever is trendy right now, whether that's, I don't know, shaving your head or whatever it is. Mm. You want to say it, it doesn't go with your company image. Maybe don't hire people who look like that then because they they started working here when they looked like that. Yeah. First of all. Second of all, why is it that that thing is only in a certain group of the people representing your company and you're saying oh it's not because you're gay that we don't like it it's not because of that but it is but they're only talking to those people yeah so but it is don't lie yeah don't lie and i find that very frustrating literally if you're gonna be sex sexist or homophobic or whatever rather just be upfront about it like don't that's the worst type of homophobia for me it's not that I'm being homophobic. It's not you. It's just I don't like that thing. But then next week I do something else and you also don't like that. Mm. Make up your mind, babe. But if someone else does it, then it's fine. Yeah, but even if someone else doesn't do it, like why is it only a certain group that whatever they do, you have a problem with? Mm. Everything they do. Everything they do is an issue. Yeah, but like you said, then don't hire them in the first place. Are you not the manager of your company or the CEO or whatever? You have the control. So now why? And then you want to say, you want to complain when there's staff shortages or whatever, but then. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. No, I don't understand that. That makes me angry. And I also want to talk about homophobia in the community. Like if you're in the community and you're being homophobic, what's wrong with you, babe? Like, you know, there are, there are ways to approach conversations. I get when people go, like, I can be gay and in the community and say, I don't understand trans people. Can someone explain to me oh, the concept? Okay. I don't yeah. get it. Yes, sure. Mm. Great. You're trying to educate yourself. Yes, it isn't other people's 
job to educate you mm. but like at least you're asking questions you're good for you great out the knowledge yeah, yeah. good but when you're like i don't understand trans people and they're trying to make things complicated so i don't agree with it what's wrong with you no. yeah and more than that now i'm let's say i'm a lesbian and you're a lesbian and i'm trying to tell you how you must present yourself mm. no that doesn't work have you not had the same struggles that i've had Exactly. Why are you trying to tell me how to live my life? And also people in the community who don't recognize like a bi or pan people as like part of the community. Okay, I've seen people fight about that. Like I know it's an issue, but like I can't understand how it's an issue. Like, it's an issue. What do you mean? Literally, what do you mean? My experience of it has been that people just say like, oh, well, you just haven't made up your mind yet. Have people said that to you? Yes. That's fucked Or up said... Um, no, gay girls don't look like you. So you don't like girls. Oh, sorry. Let me just, I don't know, get a septum piercing. Please. <laughs> I shaved my hair and cut it blue. Like, what has happened? And, like, I find it a lot that when I speak to people who are in the bi or the pan, like, communities, that they also often can feel excluded in events that are specifically for LGBTQ people. Mm. Like... Uh, like the first time that bi people go to like gay clubs or whatever they can feel excluded very easily but then there's also like the question of okay they're going alone and feeling excluded but then there's a whole other like part to that whereas like if a girl and a guy walk into a gay club you're like oh well she must be straight what's she doing here Mm. how do you know that yeah or he must be straight just stop it stop judging people and if they then go out of their way to make trouble, then yes, I get it. Then be upset about it. But like, don't be, you don't get to decide other people's sexuality for them. Mm. Especially when they've stated what it is. Mm. (gasps) Dude, I just remembered something. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, Anthony and Bridgerton is gay. Yes. Right. Someone made a huge post on Instagram. I forgot. I didn't even like, Mm save it or anything so i don't know who posted but they posted a picture of anthony and kate and then the caption was like we've seen various comments of people saying that um because the actor what's his name johnny something mm. because the actor is gay it's the waste of such a beautiful man and all of this stuff and we just want to say like no one's sexuality is a waste like but that reading that thing eh? like, how can people say that people say that or they'll say like every beautiful man is either gay or whatever like, just shut, shut up. Fuck. Literally, just shut up. Literally. You're just jealous. That's fine to say. Oh, yeah. I'm so jealous that he doesn't, he's not, he's never going to fall in love with me. Right. Say it. Say it. That's it's fine. about you, not about him. Yes. Don't make him the problem and his sexuality the problem. Yeah. What the fuck? Yes. Also, in workspaces where, like, people present themselves in a certain way. So, like, let's say there's a queer girl presenting herself in a very masculine way. And then one day she decides, oh, okay, today I'm going to wear makeup. It's fine to compliment her and say you look beautiful, but don't make it like, I don't know how to explain it. Like this girl wore makeup and I thought it was beautiful because she had way more, she literally did better makeup than I've ever done in my life, Mm. like ever. And it looked good on her. Right. But like to make it about like, whoa, you look like a girl. That's fucked. What's wrong with you? Yeah. What's wrong with you? Because are you saying all girls must look like that? Or is that your ideology of a girl? No. Also, if I'm not wearing makeup, I'm still a girl. Like, That's what I'm saying. Literally, leave me alone. 
like it's 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 fine to make the compliments about like oh you look so different today like you look really nice i like it you look beautiful whatever but don't make it about like their sexuality or their gender like don't tie it back to their gender in how they're no it's ridiculous it is ridiculous and it's just cringy like it's gross yeah it makes me feel really uncomfortable Mm. so don't be that person please please okay (laughs) going from that into something similar i cannot anymore deal with like i don't have time or energy for grown-ass men that are just openly sexist like i don't have time for you really and i don't have time to educate you i don't have time to fight with you like i don't care anymore literally Mm. going with that i also don't trust people that talk too much (laughs) (laughs) i was having a podcast literally said you don't talk for two hours every week (laughs) no but like this is different because we're like we're friends right we talk Mm. in confidentiality together right what do you whatever you we put it on the internet (laughs) not very confidential okay i get that but what i'm saying is if we're going out to a public space like Mm. not even a public space a workplace or i don't know if we go back to studying and we go to Mm. a lecture hall we're not going to sit and talk at the top of our voices when Uh, other people are trying to study trying to work trying to mm. whatever now we're in the pick and pay and there's like people shopping and we're like screaming just for like an hour our conversation exactly no the people like that, I can't stand you. It's really annoying. Because it's not just annoying to me. It looks like you're just uneducated. And it's like... Because you want to... You're talking so much, but you're not really saying anything. Mm. Do you hear what I'm saying? Like, people... There's people that talk a lot, but they say a lot. There's people that don't talk a lot and they say a lot. And there's people that talk a lot and say nothing. Yeah. And the people that talk a lot and say nothing are usually... The ones that then are openly sexist and homophobic and just fucked up about things. And they're so confident in their fucked up opinions. I had an encounter with someone where I don't know how we got to this, but we were talking about men and women and feminism. And he's going on, yeah, my wife's a feminist. My wife's a feminist. I'm like, good for her. Good for you. I was like so happy. I'm like, that's great. Like, I'm cool and I'm smiling. But now he keeps talking and he keeps talking and I'm like, something's going to go downhill really soon. And then he says, I don't know how we got to this, but he goes, yeah, because think about it. If you're a man and you come into my house and you try to change my rules, whatever, I'm going to have a problem with that. But if you do that as a lady, it's fine because I know I can control you. Oh, <laughs> I was like, okay, hang on. Let's unpack that quickly. And that's the moment when I just said to myself, you know what? On a fundamental level, we don't think the same. We don't align. I don't have time to get into this right now. Have a good day, sir. Finished. It becomes a thing where, like, you... I found, like, when I... When I became an activist at first, Mm. like, when I started being really passionate about these topics... I found myself wanting to educate other people and, like, correct them in their wrongs and whatever. But the more you do it, the more you realize, like, you can't educate someone who doesn't want to be educated. Yeah, and sometimes it really is just useless. Like, there's no point to it. That's what I'm saying. So, like, you get to a point where where you just realize, like, okay, this person and I are just morally not the same. Mm. 
So I'm just going to take my distance and leave you alone. Yeah. Because if you can't... Also, I have a big thing about... What do you want to say? No, no. I'm oh. just saying, like, that's the best thing to do, honestly. Mm. It's just step away. Because what yeah. the fuck? Okay, yeah. I have a big thing about, like, if you're under... If you're, like, 18 years or younger, especially... Well, maybe it can extend to, like, 19, 20 in some special instances where you've not gone to university, you live in your parents' house. I haven't really. But, like... In that age group, I understand ignorance mm. because it's taught. It's the ignorance that you inherited from your parents and your grandparents and the people you, you've been surrounded with forcefully your entire life. But after that point, if you've studied a degree, if you've been out in the workforce, whatever, it's your responsibility to start educating yourself. Yeah. Because that means for at least a certain amount of time, you were exposed to opposing opinions and ideas and never mm. once did you go... Maybe this person's got a point. Yeah. Maybe there's something going on here. Maybe there's something bigger here that I just am not getting. So I need to go and like maybe see what this is about to see if I agree with it. Mm. If you've never done that, we're not going to agree in any ways. Yeah. We're not going to have the same moral views in any ways because then you've never changed in your life. Exactly. That's why I'm saying just on a fundamental level, like we're not the same. Yeah. And like I said, in the beginning, it was going so well. The conversation was going well. And he was saying things like, you know, I call my son sometimes and I tell him, like, I love you, bro. No homo. And th- at first they were like, dad, what the fuck? But now they, they started saying, I love you back to me. And I was like, this is good. Like, yeah, but why you got to say no homo? Yeah, no, that was a problem. But I was like, I can. To I can, your son. I was like, I can skip past that. It's fine. Because I could see, I, I felt trying. like it was getting to mm. a place that was like healthy, right? So no. he's like talking like, yeah, no, I love my sons, whatever. And I tell them and, you know, as men, we have to talk about these things, whatever. Then he goes into this. He says, yo, you know, my wife's a fem- feminist. She took me to a conference where they were talking about how we should raise our sons so that they're not fucked and all of this stuff, right? Cool. Toxic masculinity, all of that. And he goes, and I was like. Wow, good, that's nice. really good. Like that. How did it go? Like, who were the speakers? And he goes, no, but I walked out and he's proud of it. He's like, I got up and I left. You know why? Because the panel were four women. How can a woman tell me how to raise my son? Um, How can a man tell me what my reproductive rights have to be? Have you seen, I don't know what podcast it is, what show it is, but it's a girl who I think has a podcast that's called Man Something. I don't know. And she's being interviewed by some other guy. And the guy's asking her, what makes you qualified to talk about men and these issues? And she goes, the same thing that makes yes. you, as a black man, the most qualified to talk about whiteness and white supremacy mm. and all of that. That's what I just wanted to bring up as well. Because Yeah, because if you're in the group, you don't notice the issues in it because you're benefiting from the issues. Mm. So if you're the person who's not benefiting from the other party's issues, you get to see it. Yeah. Say, this is a problem we need to fix. Mm. No. But, yeah. (laughs) But I also find that, like, now that I'm older and speaking to people, I recognize red flags in people's speech way more easily. Yeah. Like, back in the day when people said stuff like that, yo, so I tell my son I love you, no homo, I would have seen that as like, oh, progress. Like, we're getting somewhere. Mm -hmm. Like, at least you're questioning something. Now I just see it as a red flag. But I also engage in it differently. Like, I used to just engage in it, like, angrily mm. like you're so wrong for that and whatever and like yeah. that was wrong of me but also i kind of get it like if other people do it now i get it because i'm yeah. like yeah of course you're angry about it because you're passionate about the topic but 
that it doesn't make a difference like i said so what i do now if i feel like this person person is worth engaging with i will give them the benefit of the doubt to say like oh that's so interesting why do you say no homo and just mm-hmm. see what that explanation is and if that explanation is like something fucked i'm out it's I'm over out, dude like i don't have time for you i really don't but if it's like oh it's just because it's like banter it's just funny it's just an easy way to make us feel comfortable then okay cool like i get that mm-hmm. like great but if it's something else get out and i'm also over the stage of like just because i see you every day or if we work together or we whatever we're studying together then i must be friends with you no fuck that <laughs> like if we don't vibe we don't vibe and i don't have time for you no there's like a corporate pleasantness hi yeah how I'll, are you i yeah. need to engage with you for this specific work thing mm. and if you're struggling I'm, this is something that i wanted to talk about also mm. okay recently how am i gonna say this there is a girl who I do not like. I don't, I just don't gel with her. Mm. I've tried, it just doesn't work. But we're not, we don't work together or anything and I don't have to see her. But sometimes I see her in like social environments and I just go on with my life. Mm. Um, and then recently I found her in a bathroom vomiting her lungs out because she was very drunk and I was not and I was like she was like shocked to see me I was like are you okay she said no I was like okay you just threw up do you need anything she was like no I think I'm okay I'm like okay do you need gum because obviously you don't taste that in your mouth she was like yeah and she was so shocked she's like I thought you didn't like me I'm like I don't like you but you're still a human but I'm gonna help you if you're not good I I cannot like you and still respect you and it's the same with like there was an instance where a girl had to be somewhere alone whatever and i didn't really get along with this girl we've had issues in the past but i stayed because i'm not gonna let her be there alone because yeah. it's, then it's on me it's mm. i feel fucked about it yeah and people are so like shocked by that and then people say stuff like oh but you're you're being like pretentious it's not being pretentious no. like i'm not being I, the person knows that i don't i don't have any particular affection for them mm. that doesn't mean i don't care about their safety and well-being on a fundamental level exactly. like i don't want them to be hurt or harmed mm. but i don't like them exactly like two things can be true at the same time yeah like i feel like people think if i don't like you like it's a very it's i don't know it's like a childish way to think about something yeah. if i don't like you i have to hate everything that you do and I can't be nice to you at all. Yeah, and, and I wish the I'm, worst on you. And like, yeah, like, if I'm nice to you, everyone must know that it's fake. No, Otherwise, like, no, it's fine. It's fine to not like someone quietly. Yeah. And, like, we're grown, guys. Like, I'm, we don't have to be yeah. like that. <laughs> that also doesn't mean if they're fucked up in front of you, you can't be, like, stop doing that. Yeah. But, like, you don't have to all the time have a big issue that everyone no. must see. And it, I feel like it's just bad karma to be always wishing bad upon other people. Mm. Like... I cannot like you and then move on. Like, yeah. I don't want to dwell on those emotions. And even if you have been like that in the past, it's okay to move on and, like, move forward and not be like the other in the future. Because I used to, if I didn't like someone, I didn't like anything they did. Mm. Like, especially was when I was, like, maybe first year. Like, I, if I don't like you, I don't like And look you. at them eating those crushers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> drinking fucking water like that. Ew. Yeah. I'll never drink that water It's again. just, it takes so much of your energy to be like that. Yeah, just... It's fine. It's not really worth it. I don't like you and you're wearing cool jeans. Cool. 
somebody posted something. Somebody that we know. But we no longer know. Okay? <laughs> I just know this is going to be some tea. And I know you haven't seen it because I know you don't have this person's, like, stuff. Socials or whatever. Do you know that TikTok? Well, it's a song that goes, I think I finally had enough. I think you're full of shit. So they posted that with the first part was like them saying like me coming into a lecture hall and the lecturer talking about social justice and then the second part was them saying i think you're full of shit and i was like cool interesting Interesting. because going back to what you said about like if you're a grown human you've gone to university whatever but people that have gone through all those processes and still don't get it ignorant it's a choice. It's a choice. It literally is a choice. Like you went through all of that. You wrote the exams. You had essays. You engaged in this, the discussions. But you're still this person. And you've never even tried and to see it from a so different perspective. And that's so sad, dude. There are certain humans that I don't know what to do with them. I don't know. I don't know what to do with them. Because here's the thing. With like rational humans, normal, like rational, critical thinking people... You can, you can disagree completely and entirely. Like I can have completely different moral values Mm -hmm. than you. And if we have to coexist, we can do it and move on. But then there are people who just, they just don't get it. But like, and the thing is with the people that you can disagree with and then move on from, like, you can still have like a whole fruitful discussion on it and like why we disagree and like. But even if we can't, like, even if, even if you're the most ignorant of ignorant of ignorant people and you're like, I don't agree with you. And we can be like, shut you go and disagree with me and I can be here. But if later tonight we have to fill this ice bucket together, we can do it. Shut But then there are the people where you just can't do that. Like we and another girl were in this girl's apartment with this guy present. We had done an assignment together, like went all right, and said, okay, we're done. You're more than welcome to leave. We're gonna stay now and like just have a chat and talk about stuff. There was a, an abortion, anti-abortion protest, protest going on. Yeah. That we were having a discussion about. And we were just talking, okay. Three women, one man. We were just talking about the fact that you should have autonomy in your body. Mm -hmm. Like, it's my body. In that discussion, he got so angry, apparently, that he had to break his pen to make us notice him and his anger. Yeah, because he just sat, during this whole discussion, he was just sitting in the corner. And this is what you were saying the last time of, like, when a man feels like he has to be like mm, animated i'm angry yeah so he's sitting in the corner and he's going he's like shaking like waking <laughs> holding his pen and then like breaking it like very dramatic and then the moment we got to like the climax of the mm. discussion saying like yeah but like women should have autonomy and if you want to have it, an abortion then have it then he goes Kah! and he breaks his pen and we're like anyway so yeah, yeah like i was anyway, saying <laughs> so i was saying i should have autonomy like it was literally insane it was as if he wanted it to be a movie and he wanted us all to go, oh my gosh, have we offended you? I'm so sorry. Would you like, how's your, did you cut yourself? We already 
And I love the fact that we handled it like that without even having to think about it. We without just, a hitch. Yeah, we were like, okay, anyway, so. <laughs> and you know, I just want to say, how embarrassing must it have been to just get up and throw away your pen that you just broke and walk out of the house? Now you have to go home and buy a new pen, like, for next week. Like, that's embarrassing for you. I'm so sorry. It is embarrassing. But, like, also, just, can you not handle things in a better way? If you didn't agree with us in that conversation... I don't know, maybe say that. Or not. Just keep quiet and wait for the conversation to change into something else. But like, if you don't agree, you're more than welcome to have a discussion. No, he could have literally said in that moment, hey, guys, I feel super uncomfortable with this topic. Like, I don't really want to talk about it. Or I kind of disagree with you guys. Whatever. Say something. Yeah. And, like, I would have gotten it if it was, like, we were in the middle of our assignment and you couldn't go anywhere. But we at that point, we had already told him, like, you're more than welcome to leave. Like, this is done. The we're not friends with it. was over. Like, it was finished. Yeah. And he chose to sit there and then listen to our discussion and do that. Yeah. And he didn't even contribute one thing further. Like, from the point where we said, okay, you're more than welcome to leave. He didn't say a word. No, he sat there in silence. So. But then when we did that, he broke his, I don't understand, babe. <laughs> Honestly, that's what I'm saying. Like, I really think men should be more embarrassed. I do. <laughs> Yeah, so I just wanted to talk about people like that. And I'm so over them and I don't have time for you anymore, so. Yeah, you're, I'm done disrupting my peace for your comfortability. Yeah, literally. Also, like, if I had to be in that situation now, I straight up would have been like, get out. Yeah, get out. <laughs> what? Stuff and go. Who do you think you are, but So, <laughs> this is literally what I'd say. How's your relationship? Because I feel like people, some people don't get it. Yes. Let's go. Guys. I don't know how. Okay. <laughs> I come from the privileged position of having a wonderful partner that I can talk to. I don't know how other people find their partners. I'm not looking down on anyone. But I feel like a lot of time people just aren't compatible. Like... People try and force relationships because they feel obligation because they had the chemistry to make out one time and now they force a year relationship out of it. It's okay to say you were a nice kid, so I don't want to do this anymore. Dude, a lot of people feel like also, and this I've heard from people like straight up, they're like, I've already invested two years of my life into this person. So... Like, I don't want to just start over with someone new. I'm just going to stick stick it out and, like, it will be fine. There are situations where you have to do that, sure. But there are also situations where you should definitely not be doing if that. If you're 20, this is your second boyfriend ever and or partner. And now you're like, no, I don't know. I'm, I'm too scared to break up with them. Why are you Babe, scared? Your wow. life is going to be fucked up. <laughs> I'll turn. Hello? Hi. We're in the middle. Yeah. Love you. You see how easy that communication <laughs> went? Was it difficult? It's not hard, guys. Like, I don't know why people make communication such a difficult thing. Like, I really can't stand when people are in a relationship, especially if they've been in that relationship for an extended period of time and they can't speak to their partner. Yeah. Is that not day one? Is that not the foundation? Like, okay, I get it. I've I've been in a relationship for five years. There are issues. Sometimes communication gets difficult. There are, I mean, 
there are relationship goes through phases there are phases where like things are easier harder whatever i get that but if there is just no possible way for you to communicate with this person at all in any way why are you there why are you there why are you wasting your time why are you wasting their time why are you making yourself miserable like i don't get that i really really find it so hard that i must watch people be with people that it's so clear that they're not compatible their lifestyles are not compatible their mindsets are not compatible and they just or maybe even they were compatible at some point but now they're not anymore and yeah, they're not expecting completely it. apart like completely yeah. there is like in every relationship you have differences of opinion different like maybe you're I don't want to say your moral values, but like, yeah, maybe your moral values differ a little bit. I'm not saying significantly. Yeah. But like, there are things that I believe are way more important than you find them to be important morally. Whatever. Those things, yes, those are the things that you can say you can work on or whatever. Because there's, you don't have to agree with me to, for me to find comfort and closeness and everything that I need in you. Mm. But now, if I can't even express that... Hmm. what's happening yeah but the thing is also you need to find out for yourself what are the things in your moral compass that are like very important to you that you're not non-negotiable non-negotiable yeah and then what are the things that you're like okay cool i can work around work around this cool that's another thing i think a lot of people go into relationships without truly like doing that work Mm -hmm. on themselves first and then trying to do it with this partner. And now the partner doesn't understand. They are confused. Everything is confusing. I mean, I definitely did that because I was 19 when, or I was 18 when I met him. I was 19 when we were in yeah. a relationship. I was changing a lot of my ideas and like my ideologies and stuff. But like there was fruitful conversations to be had. And like fruitful conversations does not mean that like we're both very passionate people. We were screaming and like debating about mm. it and like working like I don't believe that's a truth. No, no, no. Like going off. But like there was something that came out of that conversation at the end of the day. Like it was always productive. Yeah. But then it's even more than that. Like it's not even just the big things. It's like the little things. Like when people are when people are scared of their partners or telling their partners things, that is a big red flag to me. Like if I see other people, I have friends who like will say, oh, I'm just not going to tell this person that I did this because like they're mm. not going to react good. Girly. What? Going on? Yeah. How can you, how must you be with someone that you're scared of? And like, mm. if you think about a relationship and like a productive relationship, there are people who have different, different relationship dynamics in different ways cool like if you don't plan on ever living with your partner that's fine but at some point in your life you're going to be cohabitating some space whether it's a bedroom or whatever you're going to be cohabitating and if you can't even speak to that person how are you going to manage a life no it doesn't work it doesn't work and people underestimate the power of communication like Mm. because it sounds like such a simple thing like yeah just communicate but Mm. that doesn't mean like say good morning to them and kiss them and whatever that doesn't or just speak about the good stuff and everything that's bad that you don't agree with you just put in a box and don't speak about yeah you have to talk about those things like yeah it's like treating lightly but also i think a lot of people like what you said you're not gonna just because i have to be in close proximity to you every day and now i must have a friendship with you i think a lot of people have relationships out of comfort 
Like, I oh happen Lord. to be in close proximity to you every day. It's kind of comfortable for me to it's just convenient. do whatever. Like, it's convenient. Yeah, it's convenient. So, like, okay, cool. You, It can be convenient and you can do whatever, but you don't have to foster a whole relationship because you're... I don't want to, yeah. No, I understand that completely. I also think my biggest problem that I see a lot is people that will get married without having those conversations, mm. right? And you can tell mm. that they've never spoken about these things. Now they're married, now the one person wants kids, the other person's like, well, we never spoke about having kids. You know, things like that. That's like, <laughs> that's like a genuine fear of mine. Like, can you imagine? And it's not just that, it's also other things. Like, you need to consider like, what, okay, what do, does your family do on the holidays? What are your expectations of me? to mm. be with your family on the holidays like what how are we going to manage that like things like and that even more than that like what are your expectations of a birthday yeah because now it's your birthday and i'm not treating you like that because that's not my expectation mm. but it is yours yes i don't know it's, it's all the small things like you really have things. to talk about these things and people think that you don't have to but you do they're really important and also people will throw around a lot like oh but you always are keeping the end of your relationship in mind or whatever at the beginning of a relationship, you kind of have to. Like, it's like there's a there's a point where it gets toxic, of course. If you're mm. always throwing, well, if you do it this way, it's going to be the end of our relationship. Like, yes, of course, there's a point where that gets toxic. But also, at the beginning of a relationship, you're getting to know the other person and whether you're compatible with them. And so it's okay if they say things that they say things that you morally don't agree with that are non-negotiable for you to say, are you sure you truly feel this way? Because I fear that if this is how you really feel, I don't know if I can continue this relationship. Yeah. Because that's not you being manipulative. That's you being honest. That's the truth. And it's okay for you to say things like that. Yeah. And so be careful of partners that will manipulate the, manipulate you by saying, you're being so manipulative because you said that. Or because you're telling me that you're going to end the relationship if I feel this way. It's not manipulative if it's, you're like, you're just being honest. Mm. You're not trying to get them to change their opinion. You're saying... Are you sure this is how you feel? Are you certain? Is this a non-negotiable for you? Yeah, exactly. On that note, I want to talk about narcissistic people. Okay. What about them? I find it so interesting that narcissistic people always get to manipulate you by making you out to be selfish when they are being selfish. I mean, that's like one of their traits, right? Like, yeah. They're master manipulators. But then this is the thing that annoys me. When they're like, Let's say I'm like, oh, I really want to have a birthday party this year. I want to have a birthday dinner. I want there to be these 10 people present. And that's it. I don't want anyone else. And I want it to be very calm. And we're going to have chicken. And then they will say, well, you know, what about your brother? Because I really want your brother here. And you'll say, I'm actually not list to have my brother here. I just mm -hmm. want to have my people, have my friends over. So I'm not invited. No, I would like to have my friends over, just my friends. I'm not invited to your birthday party and I've raised you. I've raised you and now you're 24 years old and I don't get to come. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, parents that think that just because you raised a child, now they deserve, like, they owe you the world. First of all, you chose to have that child. Second of all, raising a child, giving them food, changing their nappies, that's not things that they owe you for. That's, that's your responsibility for having the kid. As the parent. That's literally the bare minimum. So don't ever bring that up to your child. That's That irritates me so much. Yeah, I will do that. What else do I have to say? 
just <laughs> don't be so manipulative. Because now you're saying, you'll, they'll say stuff like, I, this specific scenario that I'm talking about isn't something that happened to me. It's something that's happened to some someone very close to me. Where, like, the parent was like that. And to me, it's so annoying because you're saying, oh, you're being so selfish for not allowing my needs. But actually, what you're doing is selfish because it's that person's special day that they have a certain idea of how they want it to go. And you're enforcing how you think they should be doing it instead. Yeah. Also, why do you think... Why do you think that that's going to grow your relationship with your child? Mm. It is not. It's not, but they don't think about it like that. Next time they have a special event, they're just going to have anxiety about telling you about that event. They're going to keep it away from you till the last minute because they don't want you to try and change anything. And they're going to be constantly stressed out on what should be a comfortable and special and peaceful day for them. Mm. And this is my thing also, like, there's never going to be a perfect parent. Like, you can no. be as perfect as you can as you can try to be. Mm. <laughs> and your child will still be fucked in a few ways. Or and have an issue with things that you do. Or and have traumas and whatever. Cool, we can accept that. That doesn't mean that you can't work on yourself. And, mm. like, if you do find yourself doing things like that, like, recognize it and then talk about it again. Communication. Yeah. And apologize. A lot of parents also don't know how to apologize. Yeah, or they apologize, but it's, it's false. Like, it's just... They're apologizing, but they're trying to actually make you feel bad. Like, I'm so sorry if everything that I gave you in my life wasn't enough. I'm so sorry that I'm such a bad parent. That's not an apology. First of all, if someone says, I'm so sorry if, immediately no. (laughs) Immediately no. Don't say that. Not if. You did hurt my feelings and you did do this and you did do that. Don't say if. If I hurt your feelings. You hurt my feelings. I'm sorry that I hurt your feelings. Yeah. And I don't like people who say like i don't like it when people say you can't say i'm sorry but because there are some buts in some apologies like Mm -hmm. i get that sometimes you can say um i'm sorry that i hurt your feelings but the way that i reacted was to protect myself because what you did was this and this and it hurt me in this way i get that and there can be a conversation that comes out Mm -hmm. of that but when it's when it becomes like if it's manipulative if it's an apology just to manipulate you i'm not saying sorry because i'm sorry for doing what i did and now we're trying to find a different way to navigate things in the future so that that situation doesn't happen again if it's just me saying i'm sorry so that you can shut up and feel bad that you ever brought it up stop it yeah or an apology that's not even an apology like i'm apologizing by buying you your favorite donuts but I didn't. I never actually said I'm sorry. Yeah, there are there are situations where that's acceptable. If I was a little bit mean to you by accident because I'm having a bad day, and now you're my best friend for three fucking years, you've known. Well, you've been my best friend for way longer than that. But <laughs> whatever, cool. And now I bring you donuts. Okay, cool. That's like if you did that to me, fine, acceptable. Mm. But if I like genuinely offended and hurt your feelings, and I'm like donuts. No, are you insane, my love? This is not how it works. Like, thank you for the donuts, and I will eat them. But what is wrong with you? Yeah, what happened? Can we talk about it? Mm. This is my other thing. I feel a lot of people in relationships don't understand their partner's ways of handling conflict. Mm. And that's something that you don't necessarily have to talk about. You just have to, like, observe and try to understand. Because I feel like a lot of people need time to just process and think about things and then come back and then have a healthy mm. conversation and others need to have it right now. need to have it right now and then that clashes a lot, a lot and it just becomes a whole big thing mm. 
That was the problem in my relationship. I'm very like, oh, you just made me angry. I'm going to tell you right now why you made me angry and everything that's wrong with it. And I expect you to have a response. Whereas like Morris is like, okay, I'm going to take a step back and mm-hmm. think about it. I'll come back to you, whatever. And that would make me more angry. <laughs> but now the leeway that I've come to, and I've realized this with other people as well, is like, if I tell you every reason why you've upset me and you need time, that's fine. But say that. Mm. Say it. I need time. Yeah. Thank you so much for telling me everything that makes you upset. I'm going to go and think about it and I'll come back to you. But if you say nothing, it's over. <laughs> it is done. Yeah, don't just ignore people also. It's not, it's not going to be a healthy conversation because you've, I've already, I already feel like you've minimized and shut down what I feel. So you must just go. I don't mm. want to talk to you. Yeah. So just say it. Just say it. Exactly. <laughs> this reminds me, I sent a screenshot to my sister the other day because Avid and I were having like a disagreement. And then she was like, are you guys fighting? Like, where did the conversation end? What's going on? Because he wasn't here. He was wherever. Mm. So then I just screenshot and I send it to her. And I'm like, this is where the conversation ended. And she was like, <laughs> she's like, I'm so confused. You guys are so weird. But alhamdulillah, it's working. <laughs> what do you mean? Great. She's Good like, conclusion. you're fighting, you're fighting. And it's building to a climax. And then he just says, I don't want to fight. I love you. And you say the same. And I'm like. Yeah, yeah, because I don't want to fight. Also, over the phone, like, there's no mm. point having a conversation like that over the phone. We've come to a point where we're just like, if I'm upset, you're upset, especially if we're not together and we're texting. It's like, okay, I love you. See you later. Then we talk. Now we have, we both, the good thing about us is that we both are the people that need mm. space and room to breathe. So then later tonight, he's going to come mm. home and we're going to talk about it. Mm. <laughs> and my sister was so confused. She's like, what? She's like, this is the conclusion. She's like, just have the fight. <laughs> no, where's the fight, babe? Where is it? Yeah, I just feel... You yeah. know what I find interesting? I find it interesting that you say that because like a lot of time where if I'm having like, and not just with Maurice, if I'm having like an argument in person that gets heated mm. and I like remove myself and we're texting, I find that it sometimes goes easier because there's clearer... It's almost like you're communicating clearer when you're like composing a text. Like I'm telling you why I'm upset. So I have to type it in full sentences and mm-hmm. there's a full thought. Like, cause now if I'm just here and we're just talking to each other and we're both upset, like I'm not, I'm saying you're and you do, and you actually do this. And also this, like, where's the, I get you. There's you no know. clear thought. So like sometimes text is easier and better, but like, I find it interesting that you said isn't because I think that's the, that's the whole thing. Yeah. You must figure out what it works figure for you and your what partner. Works for you because for us definitely texting mm. doesn't work because we're the kind of people that read into the text and we're like, uh, why did you put that full stop there? No. <laughs> yes. Why are you talking to me in that tone? Exactly. Why I didn't put an emoji? <laughs> <laughs> we're like that. So, Yo, yeah. in like the beginning stages of relationships, I, I can be like that. I only put one heart. <laughs> only one heart. They don't love me. No, and you have to be able to like. Yo, but I'm sometimes like, it does mean something. Yo, it does. But sometimes I must just control myself. <laughs> I will get crazy. Exactly. Yo, I feel like this is another thing, right? The beginning of your relationship is so different to mm. the relationship. Beginnings of relationships can be insane. They're intense. Dude. People act like... Fucked up. Crazy. No, it's crazy. When it I is. think back to like stuff I did in the beginning of Morris and I's relationship... <laughs> what was wrong with no me? it's insane like you just act so different it feels like going through puberty like everything is so heightened right mm-hmm. it is 
that's why I'm like, at the beginning of relationships, I must like call myself because I can get insane. And this is what I was thinking when you were saying like, in the beginning of a relationship, if you're like fighting with your partner, then you're like, well, if you say that again, then I'm going to break up with you. Like the stakes feel like they're so high. But they are. They are. And like, I was thinking about it the other day, like now, because someone at work asked me, how's it being married? And at first I was like, well, it's not really different. But then I was like, it is actually. It's very different. It just feels like... And I don't know if it's because we've moved in together. Mm. If we weren't married and would have moved in together, maybe it would have been the same. But it just feels like we've like settled into the relationship now. Like the stakes aren't as yeah. high anymore. We have a fight and we don't say like, well, now I'm going to divorce you. <laughs> like, right? No, we don't no, say things I, like Well, that. I feel exactly the same way. Like I'm also living with Marius and mm. it just, things feel, I don't know. It's like... When we were dating and we were apart, I could be upset with you and it's the end of the world. Mm. And now I'm like, okay, you're upset with me. I'm going to go upstairs and chill for a bit. Yeah, I'm going to go take a bath. Like, like chill. Yeah. It feels like, this is what it feels like. I don't know if that's my anxiety talking, but it feels like I used to not be able to breathe if we were, like, not good. And now if we're, like, both in weird moods or whatever, I'm like, I can breathe. Yeah. Like, I can still live my life. I think it's it comes from living with someone. I think because yeah. it's a different kind of commitment it definitely is and also it's a different like it's a different relationship because mm-hmm. there's a there's an aspect of cohabitation that makes things completely different if mm-hmm. I have to be around you like every second of our free time I get to understand that during some points of the day you're more prone to being upset than at other points like when I wake up in the mornings I am not a happy person <laughs> Like, I am not happy. Me too, dude. I'm angry. When you wake me up in the morning, I'm like, don't look at me. <laughs> don't look at me. And Marius is happy. He's like, I'm awake. I'm here. Oh like, God. even when he's not happy about, like, what he has to do or whatever, he's in a generally he's better, cheerful. like, he's in a more positive mindset mm-hmm. than I am. But, like, give me 10 minutes. I'll settle into it and then I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But if in the first 10 minutes, now you come and you're like whatever mm. and where's my belt that you moved yesterday <laughs> now we're gonna fight because so why are you doing this why? so there's like there's like more of a rhythm to things yes, and you like get different. to know them in such a different like aspect or like you get like a different perspective of the person mm. i feel also otherwise. like with that like i know when Ahmed is being overworked and like he's working yeah. all the time and now he's stressed and whatever then he comes home and now he fights with me over something stupid and then you get it. And I get it. I'm like, yeah. and I tell him. Because before, when this would happen, now it's a big thing. Now I throw my phone. I don't want to talk to you now. He's phoning right. me. Don't ignore me. <laughs> right. But the other day, it happened just the other day, where he was upset with me about something. And I asked him, I'm like, why are you upset? Then he tells me. Then I'm like, I don't think that's why you're upset. I think you're just tired, overtired. You've been at work too much. And now you want to take it out on me. That's Okay. Let's breathe through it. Have your evening to yourself. Go watch TV, do whatever you want. I'm going to be on the other side of the house. And then it was fine. Right? That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Things are more... Like, it's almost like things are more natural. Like, yeah. You are literally insane when you're dating someone. Like, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's crazy. They're, you're just insane. But also, I don't know. Like, I can say, okay, like, moving together definitely changes mm. the way you see a relationship. But also, with time, things change. And, like, I found a caption that I wrote when we were, like, I think together for like eight months or something. And the first thing I said is I've realized that love isn't linear. Like relationships aren't linear. And I think that's so, like, I still think that's so true. Mm. Because 
you don't go from being together. Okay, now you're together for two weeks and everything you're disagreeing on everything to like gradually just agreeing on everything. That's not what happens. You still disagree on stuff and yeah. you still dislike things that they do or they dislike things that you do. You still get irritated and annoyed and whatever. There's just more peaceful ways of handling mm. things. It's protecting your peace, dude. Because when you love with someone, you don't want to be creating a hostile environment where you're fighting all the, the whole time. It's yeah. so tiring. It's exo- It's so draining to be in your house and all it is is hostile. Mm. And like, it's very different when you're a child in a house that is hostile and you're an adult participating in the hostility. Mm. Very different. Mm. And that's not to say you won't go through those no, you will. Stages, because you will, and you're adjusting. Like, the adjustment period of moving You're. in with someone is so strange. It's very strange. It's and it can be very <laughs> stressful mm. that you don't realize. You don't realize you're stressed, but you are. Mm. I think it's also the thing of, like, you're not used to sharing a room with someone. Like, you're used to sharing a house with people, maybe, but, like, your room your is room. your space. Yeah. And now mm. there's, not only is there another person that that is also their room, their stuff is there. All their stuff, all the time. All their stuff. And they and treat now, their space different. And now they want to decorate with their decoration. <laughs> I think that's one of the things. I'm only like, no. I'm trying, I'm really not, I'm trying, I'm trying, but I don't, I don't get it. You can talk about like being messy, one partner being messy, one partner not, like whatever, cool. But there are partners who don't understand putting things back. My brain works and everything must be reset. So if you get off the couch, the pillow goes right where it was. The space is reset. I can move to the next space. It's the whole concept of putting something back. What? Put it back, don't put it down. Yeah, yeah. So like, for instance, to me, the living room. I go into the living room. I use the TV. I move the pillows. I'm comfortable. Then I get up. I'm done with the living room. What must happen is I must reset the space. The remotes must go back where they belong. The pillows must go back where they belong. The couch must look a certain way. Then I can leave the space because it's finished. I've used it. I've finished using it. For Marius, when he's done, he just gets up. It's finished. Finished. I'm like, the pillow wasn't like this when you found it. So I don't know. I don't understand how you can leave and the remote is still on the floor. Or he'll, in his brain, he's fixing it. By, like, putting the remote in, like, a different part. No, the remote goes in its house. But this is another thing that must be a conversation, right? Because Amir <laughs> and I had a fight about this a few weeks ago. And then I was like, hold on, let me just talk to him about this because I'm mm. confused. Every time I ask him, please make the bed. It's not made. It's just you pull the sheet and it's finished. So... <laughs> You're like, what What do you understand yes. from making so a bed? So then one day I go into the room and I see it's, the pillows are just thrown. The teddy bear is lying like this. And <laughs> the blanket is not even square. So I'm like... I would die. Okay. So I go to him and I'm like, my love, when I say make the bed, what do you? what is your understanding mm, of, of that? what that means? Then he says, the pillows must go on the bed and I must pull the sheet up. I'm like, no. No, 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 no. no you no, see. No. <laughs> you see. He has the problem. This is the problem. Then I mm-hmm. explain to him how we must make the bed. So I've realized that. Now I'm, he's okay with it. I'm in the same part. Mm. My issue with it is I have extreme anxiety about my space. So like that is something that I know and recognize. 
and I'm trying to work on very hard. So I've gotten to the point where I realize, okay, he does things differently from me and I can accept some of them and some of them I can't accept. And the things that I can't accept, I must speak to him about. And most of the time it is that he also has a different understanding of what Mm -hmm. it means to do that. But I'm still struggling to not do it passive aggressively. (laughs) Why your understanding of putting the water down to put it here and not here? Explain to me now. You have that problem. So, then, then it's like, okay, I'm starting the conversation on our stuff, but I shouldn't do that. But like, it's hard. It's really difficult. Yeah. There's a big issue that I have in kitchens cooking with people. Other people say it's romantic. I hate it because you got the stuff wrong. But I'm, I am much improved already. Because <laughs> you are like- now, from a year ago to now, mm-hmm. I was cooking with Morris the other day. This is something that's, if you're this person, you're this person. If you're not, I don't know. <laughs> If I cook, everything must be finished at relatively the same time. Mm. Like, that's the reason I'm cooking it. So that so I can eat can it eat when it it's all warm and nice. Not Marius. Okay, nice. So, we cooked together for the first time in a very long time, mm. two nights ago. <laughs> so, I already knew. I was like, no, this is, I must think. I can't, I must be controlling, like myself, I must control my emotions. I must just think a little bit. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to make the pasta and the sauce. And I'm going to put the pasta and the sauce together. And your job is going to be to make the chicken. Mm-hmm. So I'm there. We're in the kitchen. He's talking and chatting. I'm When I'm cooking, I'm on a mission. I'm here to make the thing. Yeah, it must be finished now. Now the pasta, <laughs> the pasta and the sauce is finished. And he's cutting the second chicken breast. <laughs> and in that moment, I was like... This is where I need to control myself. Because now I will be like, what have you been doing this whole time while I've been cooking everything? Why is my stuff done and your one thing that I gave you isn't done? You've had 20 minutes. Like, I will go off. Or why has it taken you 20 minutes to cube the chicken? Explain to me now. Why? Then I was like, no. Actually, at some point, I will speak to him about the fact that I like to cook everything finished at one time. But tonight is not the night. It's already finished. Me saying to him that the chicken is supposed to be done is not going to change anything. Mm. So I'm just going to take the time while he's chopping and preparing the chicken and doing whatever (laughs) to just sit here and not look at the food and just, this is a conversation. Like I'm just talking to you about your day and whatever. I'm just not going to look at the food because if I look at my cooked pasta pans and (laughs) your raw chicken, I'm going to kill you. So... With your struggles. <laughs> no, dude. The worst would have been if in that moment he's like, why are you standing so funny and talking to me like that? <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you. Dude, no, like, not that I'll ever do it. No, that's not what I'm saying. But, like, sometimes you you just get this urge. <laughs> when, you, when your partner asks you a dunk, you're like, I'm just I'm gonna just strangle I'm you just now. I'm gonna strangle you quickly because how are you so stupid? <laughs> you ask me that, but not just your partner, just everyone. Just everyone. The audacity of yeah. looking at me and asking me that. Question. How do you not look into my brain and understand the way I? How do you I... not understand my psychology already? One thing's to be done. My psyche is very clear. I don't understand why you're confused about it. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Well, we've exposed um, ourselves this week. Very much so. <laughs> now you all know that I'm a control freak. <laughs> I'm recovering. <laughs> yes. Thanks for joining us. Yes. I hope this was a... Well, it was a fruitful discussion. In some ways. 
I'm not as angry as I was before. Yeah, I feel better. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks. for listening to our... This is basically a therapy session. Yes, it is, basically. But it's good. I like this. We must do this every once in a while. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Have a lovely week. And talk to us about what makes you angry. Yes. And if you have opposing views on us and yes. our anger. If you're watching us on YouTube, please like and subscribe. And if you're... And write the comments. Yeah, and if you're not already, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And whatever else. And everything else. (laughs) And also, if you're only a listener, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, It just helps us with knowing who's where and whatever. Cool. We hope you guys have a lovely week. Namaste. Namaste.